Daniel, I was called by somebody that I don't know to my face. She said, you, sir, are an American hero. Who said, uh, oh, right. <laughs> no, I promise she said that. Would you like to hear the story about how I, like, think about the great Americans. Name some, you know, like the famous General George Washington who became the first president. Who else do you put up there in those ranks? There are many. Lincoln, the rail splitter, Civil War. John Kennedy, what did he say? He said, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. I guess I'm in that league now because this lady called me an American hero. I went camping over the weekend in Arkansas. And, uh, you know, we're out there having a good time. But it was one of these campgrounds where there's other people around, you know. Not like we did where we went to Oklahoma Joe's Ranch and just, like, sat in a field, you know. This is like you got a spot and you got, like, a little electricity if you want and stuff. Anyway, one afternoon, I think Saturday afternoon, I saw a truck go by. And it was going very slow because it's leaving the campground, probably five miles an hour or so. And I noticed a problem. And I started yelling at the guy driving the truck. I said, hey! And I think at first he was very creeped out by me and thought, I'll just go ahead and leave because this guy seems like an insane person the way he's just yelling at me. But I do like, hey, again. And then I do a third, hey. And finally he rolls down his window. And I said, uh, you left your beer on your tailgate. It wasn't his because he was driving, but it, it was like some lady in the back of this truck like in the cab, and she rolled her window down, and I gave her the drink. Shouldn't be doing that anyway, but I did. And uh, she said, you, sir, are an American hero. Which even I'll admit, that's a little bit much to be considered American hero over, but you know, she did say it. So I don't know if you've ever had that happen to you. But... Have I ever facilitated some drinking and driving? No. No, the guy, it was the girls in the back, and I think they were just going to, like, the bathroom. It's one of these places where they have the shower house, which, by the way, is very creepy to go in. Whoa, you went to a bathhouse <laughs> over the weekend? Like, you know how there's a campground, and you're, you're, you don't have Whoa. bathroom facilities, but they've got this building out there and nine showers. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Dirty Bird went to a little bathhouse over the weekend. I didn't I did, know that. I, I did go to a bathhouse, too. Man. <laughs> so, uh... Well, look at you, giving people a... Drinks while they're driving and going to a bathhouse. What's new? You are a hero. <laughs> a dirty bird, American hero. <laughs> it's uh, 98.5 The Bull. Still coming up, Daniel. You can call me Dirty Bird all you want, but you'll be appreciative if you want a free trip to see Luke Combs, right? That's right. The no, Tiger Daniel beer run coming up at 810. Which is where you get $50 thanks to our buds at Miller Lite. And then you got your chance to fly away to see Luke Combs. How about that? All coming up at 810 here on 98.5 The Point. On the way, life is good today. Life is good today. Um, for whatever reason, Daniel... Hi, I'm Tig, and that's Daniel over there on 98.5 The Bull. For whatever reason, Daniel likes to call me Dirty Bird on the radio. I'm not even sure what that means, but it doesn't seem to have a positive connotation. And now, like, people are kind of catching on that I'm Dirty Bird now, and I, I still don't know what it means. Now he's good on the radio a few minutes ago. If you're just joining us, telling people I go to bathhouses. Well, you just said which, over the weekend you went camping, and it's one of those campgrounds that had a bathhouse on it. Which the bathhouse, uh, you know, it can be used... Um, non-nefariously, but then it also has a reputation where you go meet people for 
rant, or romance, like romance yeah. and stuff. So he gets on the radio and tells everybody I go to this go to bathhouses. And all it was, if you've ever been camping, um, like we were in an RV, one of my buddy's RVs, mm. but like. For some reason, like, the plumbing didn't work or something. So anytime you had to pee, you had to go to this bathhouse. And um, and it was, like, you know, a good 100-yard walk or whatever. And it was so, like, uncomfortable in there. In the bathhouse? In the bathhouse. Why was it uncomfortable? Because I can't, I, I will say that, like, in my mind, I also know the other connotation for a bathhouse is, like, somebody might come in there and try to hit on you or something. Right. So I didn't like it. And, like, my son, you know, he's at the age where he wants privacy and stuff. And I was like, no, thanks, buddy. We ain't doing that. I'm going, you know, I had to stand outside the stalls and things. I wouldn't let him be in there by himself. That was crazy. But that is us. And then they got sh- <laughs> Okay, so they have, like, stalls. They also have, like, eight showers, too. And I got so creeped out, I didn't take a shower the whole time. Ah, you are a dirty bird. I bathed in the river, if that counts. But I don't go to no bathhouses. Well, what kind of place was this that has a bathhouse? You know, one of those campgrounds where you pull up, and if you've got an RV, you can hook up to the electricity, or if you got a so tent. So, you can hook up. <laughs> Is that I what said, you're saying? I said hook up to the electricity. No, I heard it's one of those places where you can, there's a bathhouse, and you can hook up. <laughs> okay, well, I don't. Like all this dirty bird stuff, and now you're telling people I'm going to bathhouses. Well, you're uh, telling people. You got right on the air and said it, so. By the way, uh, is it, like, going to rain like crazy or what? It uh, hasn't Al- hit here yet, but I, I think it's raining out in sand yeah, springs. Alan Crone's so. got that forecast coming up, and uh, I don't go to bathhouses. Whatever you say, buddy. I believe you. Asterisk. Asterisk. You can't even say it. 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country. If you're... 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Good Morning Daniel 702. Tig, I need you to launch a full investigation on something I discovered over the weekend. I um, decided I was going to do a little bit better with my eating when I was on vacation. You know, I ate like a pig and I thought, you know what, when I get back to Tulsa, I'm going to... Do right. I'm going to do better. You always kind of make those deals with yourself. It's like, yeah. I shouldn't eat this, but it is vacation, So, I'll, but then it's hard to get back into a routine. Yeah, so immediately when I got back, I wanted some pizza and wings. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. We make those deals with ourselves, yeah. but then we always break our own deal, you know? Right. But so I got on uh, the internet, and I wanted to get some wings from Mazio's. You know Mazio's, right? Yeah, I do, of course. I look up Mazio's locations near me, and then I stumble upon this, and I don't know what the difference is, and I wanted to know if you knew or could somehow figure it out. There's Mazio's Pizza and Mazio's Italian Eatery. Is that the same thing? I, I don't know the answer. I know that I, I go up there and pick up pasta sometime, but also there's a gas station near me that has what they call Amazio's to go, which sells like personal pizzas to you. I'm looking at the uh, the map here of Tulsa, and there's a whole bunch of Mazio's Italian eateries, but also a whole bunch of Mazio's pizzas. So what is the difference? The sign and the font are similar. I can't figure out if it's the same thing or what it is. We could take calls. Somebody knows. Well, however you conduct the investigation is okay, your business. I'm going to investigate. You're like Ken Starr. Remember that guy? 
I forgot what he oh, investigated. The guy that came after Bill Clinton because he had that yeah. girlfriend? Yeah. Um, well, he probably put together like a council of other experts to help mm-hmm. them decide what to do. And that's what I'll do. And you can call up and you'll be sort of uh, on my cabinet in this investigation. So you know who's a big old pizza nerd is that Eric Bam. I don't know if he's listening this morning, but he would probably know the difference in the two. Yeah, he's like upset. Like everything I see him talk about is about pizza. So maybe he would be the guy. But if uh, if you know, uh, what's the question again? What's the difference in Mazio's pizza? Very exciting. In Mazio's Italian eatery. <laughs> okay. I mean, don't you have to know now that I've okay, pointed well, this out to you? Now that you brought it up, it will drive me crazy. Uh, so uh, the number is 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. If you can help me kind of crack the code this morning. And... Uh, you know, because Daniel, oh, Daniel has like four lunches a day, so this is very important. How is this not exciting to you? How do you not want to know the difference in the two? I do. So we'll uh, take your calls now. 918-879-9898. There's Mr. Morgan Wallen. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. If you're just joining us, Daniel, um, we have a very important, or Daniel has a question for you. Um Hard-hitting question. I'm sure as the bosses listen to us today, they're like, I'm glad we hired these guys. They're doing compelling radio every day. He wants to know if there's a difference between Mazio's Italian and Mazio's Pizza, like as far as the name of the business. Well, if you look up, if you're ever sitting at home, you go, oh, I'd like some pizza, and you put in Mazio's, there's Italian eateries, and then just Mazio's Pizza. So I got to say that, like, I didn't really like you bringing this up. I thought it was a waste of time, but now... (laughs) Now you've got me, like, curious about this. Like, well, you should be curious because I put you in charge of the special counsel on investigating. Yeah, the and difference I think, here. Uh, I've, I've got some people that would like to take the forum, if you will, Daniel, on this investigation. Well, I'll hear any and all testimony. Good morning. Who's this? Good morning, Misty. Good morning, Misty. Can you help us? Can, well, I've been put in, in charge of this investigation to figure out the difference between... What is it? Mazio's Pizza and Mazio's Italian Eatery. So I believe the difference is probably advertisement. Some people, when they're hungry, look up the word pizza, and that's what it'll pull up, Mazio's Pizza. Some people, fancier people, if you will, will look up Italian food to look up pizza. So it's kind of like a cue. It pulls it from all of those different advertisements. So uh, I see what you're saying. There's like a buzzword, and uh, but Mazio gets right. both of the Googles if you Google one or the other. But is there a different restaurant for each, or is it all the same place? It's all the same place usually. Compare the addresses or the phone numbers. Yeah. Well, it's clearly. I mean, the whole the Tulsa's littered with Mazios. Half of them are Italian eateries, and half are pizza. I think they're all the same thing. It's advertisement. Oh, I see. So you, you, well, you're disagreeing. You're, that you're can't shaking, be it. You're shaking your head, Danny. No, that's you, you, not so it. you're saying there's just a pizza joint and then an Italian joint. I, I don't know the difference, but it's it's they're clearly named different things on on Google. It's not the same place. But if you look at it, the the ads for the different things, like they all have the same pizzas, they all have the same Alfredo or spaghetti or whatever they have. This is my favorite thing about Daniel. He he brings up a question. And then someone brings him an answer, and if he doesn't like it, he gets all bent out of shape. Never litigate with a litigator. You're, hey, lady, don't call me no litigator. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm calling me a litigator. <laughs> so you can be on my, like, kind of uh, cabinet here as far as uh, Daniel's question, which is, once again, Daniel. What is the difference in Mazio's Pizza and Mazio's Italian Eatery? Very exciting morning.
So uh, we'll take your calls. 918-879-9898. 918-879-98. I mean, I've Googled it. I can't find any clear indication on what the difference is. You know what's funny is that with Google, there's an answer for everything, but every now and then I will find something that I can't exactly Google. Mm-hmm. So here we go. We're turning to you guys. 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. Very controversial topic this morning. <laughs> if you're just joining us, uh, Daniel wants to know if there's a difference between Mazio, the the restaurant. What is it? Mazio's Pizza and Mazio's Italian Eatery. Now, there's got to be some difference. Otherwise, it would just be all called Mazio's. One lady called and said she thinks it's for like kind of ad purposes, strictly like, for advertising. That way, if you Google pizza, it would hit Mazio's, and if you Google Italian, it hit. So they double up, right? It kind of makes sense to me, but so um, Daniel has put me in charge of the investigation to figure out if there's a distinction between the two or it's all the same. And so I'm going to take calls from my counsel now, Danny, if you'd like me to. Please. All right. Who's this? Hey, this is Brian. Brian. So can you help Daniel with a stupid question? What is it again? <laughs> what is the difference, Brian, in Mazio's Pizza and Mazio's Italian Eatery? Okay, well, me and my stomach is telling me that the Italian eatery is you'll have more of a um, sources of food than just the Mazios where you just get like your pizza to go. But you know this for sure, or you said it's just in your gut? I'm just, this just a, a gut feeling. All right, so he's like a juror. It's hard to decide, but he's decided yeah, that there's a difference between the two. My wife and I are contemplating this answer ourselves. Yeah, everybody all over Tulsa can be thinking about this all day long. <laughs> <laughs> he's talking to his wife about it. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. Well, I appreciate the call, brother. Thank well, you. I'm taking her to work right now, so we, we listen to y'all every morning. So. Look at him being all chivalrous, taking her to work. Yeah. All right, man. Well, thanks for the call, brother. Okay, thank you, guys. Hey, good morning, Tiger Daniel. Uh, what's your name? Lauren. Welcome to my cabinet. Uh, can you answer the question, which is... What is the difference in Mazio's Pizza and Mazio's Italian Eatery? Okay, so I could totally be wrong, but some Mazio's for, like, lunch and stuff have, like, a full buffet. So I'm thinking that the Italian eateries are hinting that they're the buffets. Hmm. Now, that, so that, that sounds... Fairly reasonable. That's the best one I've heard so far. You feel like maybe they're the, the ones with the buffet. Yeah. We call it a buffet. What's that? A buffet? <laughs> buffet, whatever. I How did you it, get this yeah, show? Yeah, it's a buffet, yeah. He calls it a buffet. <laughs> I <laughs> mean, like... tomato, tomato, I guess. Can, right. can I ask you an honest question? And this is kind of unrelated. <laughs> when you listen to the show, do you think Daniel's smart or dumb? Uh, I think <laughs> She's oh, that's time. kind of hard. Um, I don't think he's necessarily dumb. I just think he has um, an inquisitive mind. That's right. I'm inquisitive, oh, yeah, just yeah. like Stephen Hawking. Yeah, this is very inquisitive. Like, a lot of people wonder where the universe came from. He's asking about wh what Mazios is which Mazios. Hey, some people have to ask the hard questions. That's right, you know? Tug. And now we know that possibly <laughs> the other ones have the buffet. The hard-hitting questions. That's right. You know how when they talk to the president, they just ask him about his favorite croissants. I know that it's not important, but it's just one of those kind of things that are, it's like, uh, just getting to me. Hey, it's Tiger Daniel. Who's this? <laughs> okay, here we go. All right, try it again. Hey, it's Tiger Daniel. Uh, if you could turn down your radio, who's this? This is Josh again. Josh, what do you think? Yes, sir. Okay, I'm going to give you the real answer here, like the last lady. 
uh, Yamazio's Italian Eatery is going to have a full menu, including a buffet. Uh, they also host birthday parties and stuff like that. Mazio's is a franchise business, so all of them have individual owners. Your pizza, your Mazio's pizza is going to be, you know, served pizza mostly. It's a little bit of pasta, but uh, it's going to be a smaller right. menu. Not near as many options on the menu. The Mazio's to go is going to be even smaller menu. There's even a spinoff okay. store called Ken's Pizza. Listen, man. <laughs> you think when our listeners wake up, they'll still be on time for work? Oh, are you? You say he's going on to the match about the Yeah, I get it. Josh, I appreciate the call, man. No, he's mad. Jeez, <laughs> Doug. <laughs> All right, you want to do one more? One we, more, yeah. All right, let's try. Hey, good morning, Tiger Daniel. Who is this? This is Mike. Hey, Mike. Mike, do you oh, know? So, so I was talking about the Mazio's deal. Sure. Well, I'm guessing maybe that the just the regular Mazio's would be the carry-out delivery only uh, locations. Ah. And then the Italian eatery may be the dine-in. That also makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Could be. That, I think, that, that also makes, yeah, because you might eat there, eatery. Mazio's to go might be the, just the pickup one. Let's see. Somebody well, have I, solved, Mr. The, uh, have I solved the caper for you, Daniel? You're still confused. <laughs> I'm just going to, uh, you know, I hope the bosses aren't listening, but I will probably just Google this all the rest of the day today. Okay, good. Like while you're at work. Well, sure, yeah. Okay, gotcha. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's high country. That Luke Combs flyaway. We're clear about that. We do know that's a flyaway. And your chance is coming up at 810 right here at 98.5 The Bull. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. Won't you, won't you know what you're doing, baby, don't you, don't you? 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig, and good morning to you, Daniel. Good morning. Just to that couple in Colorado, they got married, Tig. They say they have had the very first wedding officiated by artificial intelligence. I've got a little clip here. Here's some of the, uh, here's some of the ceremony, uh, I guess, hosted or whatever you call it, officiated by this computer. Thank you all for joining us today to celebrate the extraordinary love and unity of Reese Allison Leach and Dayton Truitt. We are honored and grateful to have each and every one of you here. We witness the joining of two souls in love. And on this remarkable day, we also embrace an extraordinary moment of innovation. As we have the privilege of being part of the first AI officiated wedding, we eagerly look upon this ceremony not only as a celebration of your love, but also as a symbol of unity between humanity and artificial intelligence. Now, are those folks married? What do you mean what folks are married? Are they married? Oh, because uh, they got that silly robot it? doing it. Are they now married? No offense to AI so. if it's listening, because no, I don't want to get on the bad side. They have to have somebody like actually, because I remember like uh, people would ask me to do their weddings and stuff, mm-hmm. and I had to go online, and I thought that'd be like some kind of test, you know, to figure out if I knew how to do a wedding or a religious test or something. And uh, there was one question on this website to get me a, officially to be a, like a minister, so I could do my friends' weddings and things, and uh, it was not anything religious. It wasn't about vows. It, it says, do you have $60? And if you said yes to that, you were suddenly, and it gave me like a certificate. I don't see how AI could be given that authority. So in other words, you think maybe they had a separate ceremony and then they got together and had the... Uh... It's not uncommon where people like have, you know, a, a wedding on the beach, but then they do something quick at the courthouse to make it legal. 
you know, so it could be something like that. But, you know, I, by the way, I would suggest, <laughs> you know, one of my friends that you know named Don, he called me one day. I knew he was going to get married, and I, said, and I said, okay, Don, I know what he's calling me for. He's going to ask me to be one of the, what are you, best men or whatever? Mm -hmm. Then he goes, can you officiate? That's such a rude thing to ask somebody. There's too much pressure. I thought I was going to go and eat, you know, the the plate they bring out, and you cut a rug and listen to the DJ. It's a lot of pressure. Don't do that. Why so don't I'm, you just say, nah, man, I ain't doing all that. I hope AI does replace that career so I don't have to get asked again to do it. <laughs> but uh, I, don't think, I don't think it could be official, could it? I don't know. But AI's changing everything. You better right be now. careful. You better put some respect behind AI's name because they. No, I mean, no, AI's you, listening right now, buddy. No, you you gave him the strategy. Remember what oh, your strategy was? Well, I worry if that AI like decided that they don't care about humans mm -hmm. and we're going to take over the world or something, and humanity is at stake. Daniel has a, a brilliant strategy, so I'm not scared of AI. After you told me this, if what would you do? Robots or computers come after us as we get older, Tig. We will have to fight them. I will simply unplug it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good strategy. Ty and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. Ninety-eight-five The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Ty. And good morning to you, Daniel. Ty, do you remember when Facebook first came out? Yeah, I do. And at first you had to be like a college student to use it. And have, they let everybody have it. Like a .edu address. And then they asked you to create a password. And your password could be something like... Uh, DB2159. Something easy, something simple, something you can remember. Fast forward, how long has Facebook been around now? I think it started in 04, so we're, we're coming up 20 years. Now you have to have, I would say, at least 20 passwords. Not just on Facebook, you're talking about in your life. There's one for Netflix, you're talking about Facebook. You got to have one for your phone. You got to have one for your email. You got to have one for work. You got to have, you got to have like 20 passwords. I'm out of passwords and you're going through something right now that I think everybody these days goes through. You need a new phone and you've held off on getting the phone simply because you don't know all your passwords. And once you get logged out of these things, it is a tremendous pain to get logged back into some of this stuff. Well, yeah, because I, I guess the phone I got, which you say is ancient now, but I was impressed. It's one of those ones where it looks at your face and just mm -hmm. opens whatever app, but I don't know the actual password to get in it. And what I'm concerned about is I actually don't know my email passwords either. And what they'll do is they'll say, oh, you need to reset your Facebook password. We'll, we'll send you an email, but I don't have the email password. What you should be worried about is your iCloud password, because if you go and you say you go to the whatever, the Best Buy or whatever, and say, all right, take all the stuff from my old phone, put it on my new phone, you got to have that iCloud password. Yeah. But you don't remember that. So if you go to iCloud and say reset, then it's going to send it to your other email, and you don't know the it's password a, to that. How have you gotten in this predicament? I, I don't know because it's like a catch-22. It's it, I don't remember my password. Oh, good news, we're going to send it to your email, but I don't know that password either. So I'm I'm just going to be off the grid. I'm going to be like living in a cabin like the Unabomber or something. I don't know. You're going to have to just, uh, just change your password to something you can never uh. forget. And that password has got to be something like Nasty Boy. But again, B -O -I. How, how do I change the password, Daniel, if it sends me the recovery email to an email I don't have access to anymore? Because I don't know that password. It's a hellish nightmare. 
How have you gotten yourself into this predicament? I don't know. I'm, I'm getting stupid. stressed out now, and it's not even nothing I, to I'm do stupid. with me. I relied on that face password thing where it looks at your face. By the way, I've looked so awful in the mornings before, my phone didn't even know who I was. Same here. And it wouldn't let me into the app. I'm that'll, like, do I look that bad? You don't even know who I am anymore? That hurts your feelings when you're so busted in the morning. You look at it, and they're like, who the hell are you? <laughs> Speaking of will you, though, but will you change your password when you get it to Nasty Boy? B-O-I. Nasty, but then they'll make you do those symbols and crap they do now. Nasty Boy. Pound. <laughs> Exclamation point. Well, whatever that is. And then, you, of course, you never remember that. So. But you got to have a number, too. I could do Dirty Bird Pound 2 or something. Yeah. I don't know. I like that Nasty Boy, I think, nasty is appropriate. I, I don't know why you say these things on the radio about me. Do you want a good password or not? Who's the one that's forgotten all of their passwords? Meh. Me. You. Okay. Yeah. All right, Nasty Boy. It's time to <laughs> get the same one. You ever see those, uh, your very first email address or your, what's that, that AOL messenger name you guys used to have to come up with? Yeah, uh, like that's one thing I got to say, and uh, this is real. Like we have people call here and win tickets, you know, and like part of that is we have to get your email address Mm -hmm. and the email addresses we hear from you guys. Like somebody gave me some good advice. I had kind of an immature email address and somebody said, listen, man, you're in business now. You can't do that anymore. Like you can't be like that. We we work with the guys like Fast Eddie and then a dirty number afterwards. (laughs) Like, like, you can't do that anymore, man. Well, we didn't know back in the day that once you picked this thing out, that thousands of people throughout your career would see it. See it, yeah. And uh, some people are heavily relying on their email for work, and you can't have something, you know, something crazy. You, know, you can't, like, apply for a job and be, like, Tasmanian Devil 21. Yeah, you can't like, be, like, Slick Boy 2000. <laughs> like, it doesn't make any sense. It's not going to work, yeah. Like, you got to... <laughs> You got to fix that up, Dana. But we were talking about how sometimes you can't get into your phone that sees your face because you look so awful in the morning. Mm-hmm. I think we all want to look better, Daniel. And uh, you remember what happened during the pandemic? All our scales broke. They all read like 20 pounds more than before the pandemic. I was like, how's yeah. this scale break? Oh, wait, maybe it's just me. I, during the pandemic, all my clothes shrank somehow <laughs> in the closet. <laughs> so we could all use a little bit of help right now. And we take medicine for everything, Daniel. If you get a cold, you take medicine. You know, diabetes, you take. Why not take medicine to lose weight? And that's what Red Mountain Weight Loss is here for, right, Daniel? That's right. And uh, what I love about it is that you don't have to go to, like, a doctor's appointment. They will call you at your home. Yeah, that's the other thing. I mean, trying to drive somewhere in Tulsa or whatever, get in a parking deck, then go wait and all that. They just call you at home. You do a video chat with a physician. And uh, they get to know you, and they'll try to put you on a plan that's just right for you. And you can lose up to 20 pounds in 30 days with Red Mountain Weight Loss. I mean, that's like a time machine. When's the last time we weighed uh, 20 pounds less than we do now? It's been a while. Pound 250, keyword Red Mountain Weight Loss. Pound 250, keyword Red Mountain Weight Loss. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. We're only uh, moments away, really. Uh, Eight minutes away from a chance to fly away to see Luke Combs, a trip you'd never forget. Imagine the memories and... Uh, you put that on Facebook and everybody be jealous and things. That comes up at 810 here on 98.5 The Will. Hey, Daniel. I'm fascinated by this lady out of uh, Tennessee. Tyke. She gave birth to a 13-pound baby boy. Uh, they Doctors say they, he's officially the size of a three-month-old baby. And here's the mother, Katie, talking about the experience. This was a shock for sure. <laughs> Our first was 9-15, so we anticipated a bigger baby, but nothing like this. I'm getting used to it, but it's definitely hard because he wants to be held all the time. So working on those muscles right now. <laughs> he does eat around the clock. It's kind of hard to keep up for sure. He's home for a week in Alabama. My sister has two kids. One is two and one is one. And uh, 
I thought that you would always want to hold your little children, but I, apparently after a while, after they want to be held constantly every single second of every single day, gets to be a little old. You love them. Sure. You love them like nothing else you've ever loved before. However, you know, uh, Tim McGraw had this thing he said. Remember this? He talked about the airplane masks that fall down on the plane. And what do they say? Put it on you first and then your kid second. Because the idea is if you put it on your kid, uh, you'll pass out and won't be able to help anymore. So you, you do it. Take care of yourself. And you need free time and you need to kind of reset. And, I mean, I had a neighbor and she <laughs> she had a kid at home all day. And I remember she would just come over and sit on the porch with me just to talk to an adult for a second. You know, like it, it is 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and but you still need your own time. Now, uh, the, the point I'm bringing about uh, having to hold the baby all the time, that's a normal size baby. Could you imagine already being the size of a three-month-old baby? Then when the baby gets a year old, how old is the baby? Gonna, I mean, how, how big is the baby going to get? I saw a Guinness World Book said the biggest baby, human baby ever born, 22 pounds. How's so, that possible? So that's almost, well, about, you know, almost twice as much as that baby. That's that's wild, isn't it? It's the greatest thing that ever happened to me. However, even like dads, so every now and then we'll be like, hey, man, we just need to go to Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> like, I, I felt bad because I was holding my little nephew when I was down on vacation, and I, I sat him down, and I heard myself saying out loud, like, hey, man, I'm going to put you down. I'm tired of holding you. <laughs> I couldn't believe I said it. And you're you're just part-time guy. You're I know. Well, yeah, I only get to see him a few times a year, and yeah. I'm like, hey, man, I, I'm tired of holding you. Here it's you go. A, it's a real thing. Five the Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. Hey, congrats to uh, Cade, Daniel. He's our our big winner today. Miller Lite, Tig and Daniel beer run, 50 bucks, and then uh, qualified to fly away to see Luke Combs. But I got a bone to pick with you, Daniel. What's that now? I don't know why you come after me. Like, you come in, and I don't do anything. I think I'm polite to you. Um, but then, like, if I watch a movie, because I have a double chin sometimes, you say, did you give it one chin up, or was it a two chin up kind of movie? Mm-hmm. And then he started calling me Dirty Bird on the radio all the time, and now it's catching on. And I don't even know what that means exactly. What, what is a Dirty Bird? Uh, I've, I'm trying to remember what you first did when I started calling you Dirty Bird. So you don't even remember the history. You had done something, and I was like, well, look at you, little Dirty Bird. Mm-hmm. And now people, uh, I had a guy that I don't know that's a neighbor of mine that I'm not, and he goes, dude, I saw you on TV, Dirty Bird. Mm-hmm. It's catching on, which I don't really like because I don't even know what it means. And now Daniel's telling people that I go to bathhouses. And, and bathhouses have a connotation for that's where you go to, like, meet random people for romance. Mm -hmm. You and, it said you went camping over the weekend, and the campground had a, 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 a showers and that people go there to bathe. Yeah, because a lot of times if you're in a tent or maybe an RV and they don't have the plumbing hookup, they have a building there that has you know, a bunch of uh, stalls with toilets and things, and then they have a bunch of stalls with showers. And I'm telling you this, and I say, yeah, so it was kind of cool because they had, like, showers and everything was fine, and then you say you get on the air and tell everybody I'm going to bathhouses. Did you go to a place that has a bathhouse? Yes or no? And you were telling me that people go there and have hookups. <laughs> no. Listen, this guy, what I was saying is, like some RV parks, like if you bring an RV somewhere, which my buddy has an RV, they will either have hookups or they won't have hookups for the RV. And then Daniel turns that into, I'm talking about hookups. What, what do you, like what do you physical mean? Physical hookups. 
with then what people. are hookups then? You 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 and your wife went with another couple. Yes. And this place has a bathhouse and hookups. <laughs> so do you see where that might sound a little sketchy to me? Yeah, but you're you're making a mountain out of a molehill. When I said hookups, I meant like a place to plug in electricity for the RV. And then he uh, heard that buzzword or whatever hookup, and then he says, "Oh well, Tig's also going to to uh, bathhouses, bathhouses so, uh, with other couples." Buddy, whatever you do on your own time is fine with me. Yeah, but it's just not true. What's not true? Did you go to a bath a place that had a bathhouse this weekend? Yes. Were there hookups? Yes. Okay, then you're a dirty bird. <laughs> <laughs> and there were other couples. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I don't know what's going on over there. Ridiculous. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig. And good morning, Daniel. Tig and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. Tell you where you should definitely go, if not the uh, bathhouse. Where should you go, Daniel? Snow's Furniture. That's right. Barry at Snow's Furniture. He just sat me down one day. He said, look, man, my prices cannot be beat. He doesn't play those games. Like, I saw another furniture store, and they said, listen, we promise you, we're gonna get to this. We're gonna get the this stuff within three months. That's what they said. I'm like, what? Snows has it today. Like the couch you like, you can take it home today. No gimmicks as well. I don't like going to a place and they say, hey, listen, if you buy ten thousand dollars worth of furniture, we're gonna give you a free lamp. No. Just give me the lowest price in town. Guarantee it. Make sure the furniture's put together. I don't want to try to put that stuff together. Uh, I might need it delivered. I don't want to pay a bunch of financing charges. That's really all I need. I don't need a gimmick. You got the lowest price. They're just straight up. Lowest price. And then when you're ready to to get out of there, 0% for 12 months. That's at Snow's Furniture. Locally owned since 1978. Snow's is online, in town, and on Facebook. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. Welcome in to Did You See? We take a look at what the heck's going on around the world. And right here in Tulsa, brought to you by Paradise Beach Water Park, which I just went out there, um, I think Friday, Daniel, went out to Paradise Beach. And one fun thing they have, I mean, they have a lot of fun things, but if you ever miss fair food, they got the funnel cakes and all that stuff, too. Mm -hmm. So you can get it year-round, basically. So it's uh, Paradise Beach Water Park. Did you see this, Daniel, that... Um, that Leonardo DiCaprio was in town again because he uh, did that movie Killers of the Flower Moon, and then they had a special premiere for, uh, you know, he got to go, and then other people in the movie got to go, and some people from Osage got to go. Uh, this from News on Six. Martin Scorsese's film Killers of the Flower Moon premiered this weekend in Tulsa in a special screening for members of the Osage Nation. Stars Leonardo DiCaprio and Lily Gladstone were there and attended a reception afterward. News on Six's Jordan Tidwell tells but by the way, when Leonardo DiCaprio comes to town, where does he stay? Does he, uh, you know, do we see him at the Hilton or do we see him at the Motel 6? Where he probably hides in plain sight at like that Oya Hotel. He goes, the Oya? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good strategy because nobody would think to find him there. Right. They, nobody in the world's looking at the Oya Hotel for Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> uh, last night, the uh, Home Run Derby, I don't know if many people care about this, but uh, there's a kind of a cool story out of this. Um, you know what? Basically, they have eight players try to hit as many home runs as they can, and then oh Vlad Guerrero Jr. will hang on and win the 2023 T-Mobile Home Run Derby. Um, so you heard him say Jr. His dad won the Home Run Derby about 20 years ago. So it's the first time that a father has won the Derby, 
And then a son won the Derby. I thought that was kind of a cool story. Very nice. Uh, did you see, Tyg, that today is Prime Day? Today and tomorrow. And I'm a little nervous to be excited about Prime Day because when it first came out, you might remember they ran this advertising campaign and people were dancing in the streets. And they're like, you're going to save so much money. You'll not be able to believe your luck. And then I logged on that day and it was like shoehorn, 50% off. A shoehorn? Yeah, a shoehorn. And they're like, click here for more great deals. Chef's hat, 10% off. Like, I don't need that. It was never like the PlayStations and televisions. It was shoehorns and chef's hats. Weird, you know, weird things. But uh, I will say that if you like um, the Amazon products like the Alexa or the Fire Stick, those are greatly discounted. Mm-hmm. Other things are, are off as well. But you got to watch the site all day long in order to find a great deal. So they don't just release every deal at the same time? You mean they, like, roll them out through I, the day? I think, yeah. I think they have certain, like, times where certain deals are available. Like this hour, the chef's hat is right. cheaper and yeah. the next and, hour. And also knock it off with, like, the 1% off or the 2% off. Like, I only want it if it's almost free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't you hate that? You get on there, like, 3% off. Well, you can keep that. All right, I'm trying not to complain so much. As I'm getting older, I find that what I like to do is complain about everything. Do you find yourself doing that? Not as much as you, but you're older than me. A little bit, but I find myself complaining about how much things cost now more and more often. I'm going I'm to work on that. Uh, did you see this? A woman who travels a lot went viral with a uh, video about some safety tips for women riding along uh, alone in Uber or Lyft. And uh, check it out. Sitting directly behind the driver in the back seat is the safest place to sit. Child locks. I will always pretend like something got caught in the door to make sure that that back door opens at uh. my discretion. That I can open that back door by myself and that there are no child locks on it. I will always be on the phone, whether that be someone that I am actually speaking to or literally just talking to myself, pretending like I am having a conversation so that it seems like I am always talking to somebody, that somebody is there with me. I will always mention that there is someone waiting for me. It just gives the impression that like if something were to happen to you, there is someone looking for you. I always have my safety tools within hand's reach. So I have a knife with me and I have a tool to what? stab with. I always have those on hand, no matter what. I don't know if I would be more afraid to be a passenger in an Uber or drive an Uber. Yeah, I bet they're scared of us. I feel like the driver would be, like if I had picked up a lady and she sat right behind me and she has a knife, I, I'm going to be the nervous one. If but I'm she, driving the Uber. She does make a good point about something I never thought of, those child lock things. And you know what that is. In the back seat, you can only open it from the outside. You can't open it from the inside to protect your children from opening it. But then they could use that for a nefarious reason to keep mm -hmm. you in the car or whatever. Right. Uh, not bad tips, really. Yeah. Uh, finally, did you see this? A Toronto bar in Canada was operating out of a police headquarters. I guess the... I guess the gimmick was, hey, come to the bar inside the police station. Mm -hmm. Well, they've had to shut down now. What do you think happened? Wait, I don't understand. Like, the police station ran a bar? Well, they didn't run the bar, but the bar was inside a police headquarters. Okay, what happened was um, the police were there, and people drank inside, and when they got to the car, they got in trouble. Well, not just the people. An officer entered the lounge, and then a little bit later on was charged with impaired driving. Here's the former Toronto Mayor John chiming in on the idea of having a bar at a police headquarters. 
this is a bit crazy. If a senior officer has been drinking there and picked up for drunk driving, there somebody's missed the duty of care on that one. Very unusual to find a government agency having a bar in a government building. Now, while I think that is a ridiculous idea, if the police department had a bar here, I would 100% go to it. Really? Why? I don't know. It's just the novelty of uh, mm-hmm. going to a bar inside the... Seems like a great place for you to get in trouble, though. Well, sure, but it's the novelty that I like. Like, what if there was a bar in a prison? <laughs> Are you out of your mind? There'd be, like, shankings and things. Well, not they're not going to be in the general population, but just, like, you know, in and around the prison. Oh, like on the campus? Yeah. Anyway, they're closing that one down. So. Okay, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's high country. Back tomorrow with that Luke Combs flyaway at 810.